Hi everyone and welcome to Francis Fogel Story Strategist, the podcast and the YouTube channel. Um, I'm here today with an extremely old friend of mine. Actually, he's a very old friend of my brother. His name is Joe Dives. What a great name. And Joe runs a company with a great name called One Giant. Uh, Joe is one of my agents of change with regards to storytelling. He's somebody that is going to share with us what he thinks a good story is and how he works with companies to support them in telling good stories. Uh, I am on a mission as those listening to this podcast and following me, I hope, are becoming aware to help purposeful companies to tell better stories about their heritage, whatever that means, and not just to use that for marketing and branding, but across four important parts of their business. So to use the same story to underpin their strategies for marketing and brand, but also for their team's well-being and sense of significance, for customer loyalty and a sense of belonging, and in terms of community care. And I'm really keen to stop companies with limited budgets working across those four practices in silo, spending loads of money and failing to make everything aligned, which I think is a great shame because purposeful companies should exist more in the world, be more sustainable, and we hopefully will see more of them uh, in life to diversify the economy and save the world. So I would like to invite you, Joe, please, to introduce yourself. Tell us about you, about how One Giant came about your story. And then please do tell us about the wonderful, wonderful companies that you've worked with. And there's a few of them. Hmm. Yeah. Um, interesting. Um, thank you, Francis. Um, yeah, I, I'm wondering if like history, right? You, you talk about people's history and like, why should people care? like from the start, right? I'm thinking like what we help to do with people's businesses is like, look at what is it they believe, right? What's their purpose? What is, um, yeah, what is it? What's their purpose and what's their belief? And I can kind of share that. So we we believe that if you can tell great stories, people will remember the truths within. And, uh, and, our, and our purpose is to turn brands into legends. And that's, that's been the motivation for for growing the business, and um, so it's seven or eight years old. Um, I came from a background of uh, making documentaries uh, with Idris Elba, which had like so social purpose and using new technologies to tell that story, those stories in a kind of engaging way that hadn't been seen before, like for social impact. Then making quite a few films for organizations and charities to take difficult messages and wrap a narrative around them that would make them digestible or interesting or memorable and then um yeah we noticed that there was a uh i, I we noticed that there was a uh an an area of places and spaces so the built environment hotels restaurants um where perhaps marketing and storytelling wasn't as refined or finessed as, as it could be and we felt like there was a huge opportunity there and um and that's been our that's been our focus really for seven or eight years it's places spaces food and drink um 
and that's been that's been where we, we, we we're small so we can choose to kind of work with the clients that we want to work with and um feel like it's a it's a really it's a fascinating and it's also i think quite a profound space like good architecture makes and breaks cities and um and 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 buildings are just a wrapper for life and so it's been a really great it's been a it's been a really enjoyable and challenging area to focus on this uh you know buildings whether it's uh whether it's a single building whether it's a company that works in that area or whether it's um for an architect uh whether it's telling a story about a place or a new a, a new area or a hotel chain or a restaurant um it's been a, it's been really fun to use different storytelling techniques to to bring those things to life I'm so glad, Joe, that you have addressed this important question early, which is, and in fact, it's heritage uh, rather than history that I use as a word. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm getting asked already, what do you mean by heritage? And um, what I am wanting to have more conversations around is precisely that. So one thing I can say for sure is, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean you're sort of ethnic origins which you know a lot of people automatically start thinking about when you talk about heritage <clears throat> and I've myself brought bis uh, buildings into this to uh, to give an example of you know what else one might draw on to to kind of get clear on what your values and uh, your purpose is um, to start with the heritage of where you are physically and mm. to think about what it represents and whether or not anything in that is actually aligned with what you're trying to do as a business and then to have a really lovely story to tell. And I'm sure there's many, many other things. So I'm wanting to work with purposeful businesses in London and Sussex and Kent. And that's because, and and within an hour of London, North and East, West as well. Um, and that's frankly, just because I don't wanna sit on a train for longer than an hour. Um, I want to work with people in real life. I really like sitting on trains and escaping from North London for an hour where I can. Um, and I'm also trying to foster a sense of starting with near to where you are for environmental reasons, apart from anything else. Um, but for example, I would be really happy working with a vineyard in East Sussex or a hotel that was a converted castle in Kent, you know, and I think that so often people are sitting on, as I say, a gold mine of heritage stories that could very well tell a great or paint a great picture of what they stand for. And it's finding, unpicking and sort of trying to connect with where they are physically, mentally and indeed intergenerationally, if that is what is at hand, you know, at the core of things. Um, so yeah, I'm really curious to hear what kind of stories you've, and just to be clear, Joe makes incredible films. So One Giant, do you want to just maybe talk about exactly what it is that is the product that you... Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so we 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 uh, bridged that gap between fact and fiction. So we work with businesses to find out what is the essence, what's at the heart of their offer. And then we wrap a narrative around it that is bizarre, different, interesting, and hopefully memorable. Um, and so it's and and filmmaking is really our 
we we work on the positioning for the brands, but also the the filmmaking is really that's the deliverable ultimately. Um, yeah, and but but you know, I, I I guess I was just challenging challenging you at the beginning about like history because I'm where like you know you go into uh, you know I've been in meetings where people start off hi we're this age we've been working for this long with this many people i think it's like it's so crucial people have got such little time available that um going in and talking about oneself from the from the off it's like people's eyes glaze over it's like i, I haven't got the time like, i don't really care like i care about my i care about my stuff right what about what about me what is it that you find out about me and i think um and I think, uh, and it's really, it's an interesting space that you're looking at in terms of that history and that heritage. And I think what we always, what it, we always do, we, we look to kind of toe that line of finding out what is the fact there, but how can we create a story around it that's going to grab people from the beginning and speak to them about something that might matter or might be interesting to them. So it's almost like, yes, by all means, tell people about your history and your heritage, but they're not going to listen unless you do it in a way that is interesting or relevant or personal or is attention grabbing basically Mm. and I should probably thank you because I should probably also flag at this juncture that I've been working in marketing and comms myself for 20 years and in the last two years have built the better bolder braver community for coaches where we teach what we like to call people helpers how to put themselves out there in the world with more confidence clarity and joy and one of the big messages there is be the guide not the hero and so what we teach on our course in terms Mm. of how to do good ethical marketing is really how to not stand on a soapbox and vomit all your Mm. all over the place uh but be self-aware understand your own limits boundaries needs and values as an individual and build a business that's sustainable but from a place where you're quite clear as to what it is that your customers need and want and of course often people know what they might want but may not know what they actually need and so we teach people about the journey of consciousness in marketing as well which is to say what message are you going to yes meet them where they are with that's gentle and is resonant but perhaps doesn't uh give away everything that you know they will need at the end of the day so I think we're talking about that I think we're talking about fostering a sense of understanding about not only how to craft a good story Mm. um, but then how to use it in relation to your audience so going back to my my suggestion to businesses I work with there are four audiences they're either going to be people that you do want to sell something to they might be people who are working for you that you want to make feel more included they're people who already buy your stuff that you would like to Uh, appreciate more and make feel more involved in the process or they are the communities in which you work that frankly you may not ever want to sell anything to but have a responsibility to and each of those audiences has such a different uh, interest in your business and your story needs to be interesting to them based on who they are where they are and what they care about right I think that's kind of what you're saying yeah yeah, I think I think so. It's like it's it's um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, and I think I think it's like we, I, we feel like a, a not a duty, but we feel like there's an opportunity to entertain. It's like and, and and I think business audiences are just people, right? It's not a just because it's a company speaking. Um, 
they're just it's just people ultimately it's people speaking to people so um we think it's an opportunity to like entertain first and if you can if you can create something that's entertaining people might will, might remember those little elements those little pearls or nuggets of, of truth within it um so 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 i so i often feel yeah people might start off and they talk to us and say like we really want to say this about ourselves and i'm like okay but how do we how do we take that the truth that what's the motivation of what's there and 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 create a story that is that is uh, that that's going to be memorable or how do we share something that they may not have thought about to give you the opportunity to to share what you'd like to share basically so basically we're trying to get and i'm and i'm sure that you you probably say similar things in your meeting but trying to put yourselves in the audience's position uh shoes at all times and not to think oh this is a business audience it doesn't matter these are people who want to be entertained who want to bring a little uh, want to you know uh experience a little bit of joy basically in our life and that's what we try to do like create little slices of joy because if we can do that then yeah we can we can we'll have their attention to 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 get across the messages that our clients want to get across I'm really interested to know from you because one of the things that you and I discussed when we bumped into each other recently and found out that we are in very similar worlds and would mm. really like to work together is when might I so one of the things that I want to offer <coughs> excuse me is um so when I work with a company one of the first things that I want to do is help them to prioritize which of those four areas they need a, the support in more and it might be that they're already quite clear on the story perhaps there's a bit of crafting to happen there but they've been really good at sales and marketing for ages they don't want to grow very much they want to become sustainable um at the level that they're at or the founder might be wanting to exit and leave a legacy and they feel responsible for doing more in their local community environmentally socially culturally whatever one of the things i want to do is help bring in people that I think are going to help them. So for example, in the marketing and branding space, it will be people like yourself, people who are, you know, perhaps in the copywriting space, um, content creation studios, you know, and I've accrued friends along the way across all those four departments. So if, if the priority is in fact learning and development, people, well-being, stuff, it might be friends that I have in that space, coaches, uh, community engagement I have uh, two degrees in which I kind of focus largely on corporate responsibilities I've got lots of friends in that world and run trust and foundations and you know fundraising etc so I've always I mean I've assumed so far that I would be bringing you in should a company in my mind have identified a great story and they need to film it uh, for marketing and and sales but you're making me think maybe there's another time that you would want to be brought in or let's say I would bring you in when the story's already been established and I think if they filmed it for either any of those four you know practices you one of your films would be brilliant but are you almost saying you'd rather be brought in earlier because you you like that consultation bit of identifying what the story is. Do you hate coming in late when I was like, oh, here's the story, Joe. We've already got it sorted. Look, I mean, I, I think um, I think we work we work in both ways. So so sometimes people will have quite a strong sense about even an idea about what it is that they want to create. And I think it's our 
we'll we'll be the sounding board we'll take it we might script something up we might give people a little bit of options yes we can do this but also have you considered this give them some options um but also yeah we 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 even work at the you know very very beginning to to figure out what is your purpose what's your belief and then get really clear on that and then wrap the, uh, and then uh, and then figure out the narrative from that. So yeah, we can do either. We can do either of those things, and it's we enjoy doing both basically at, at different parts. But yeah, interesting in terms of you know uh, you're talking about the four different uh, pillars or the four different areas of the business. Um, it, it you know ostensibly will be hired to deal with um, you know marketing or advertising. Um, often. If we are to, if we are looking to encapsulate what it is that makes a, a, a an enterprise distinct or what it is that that they believe, often the a consequence of creating that film is um, it's shared internally. So there was one there was one one business uh, that we did we, uh, one business we did a film for, uh, and they wanted to they realised that they were not being seen uh by the investment community their publicly listed company they were not being seen by investment uh, they had changed their offer they they had, they had many different offers in different sectors and they had refined their offer but they realized that that basically the world of the investments uh didn't quite understand their offer so we created a film that said here's what we focused on here's what we believe here's us said through the eyes of their customers in a kind of quite a in a, in, a, in a carefully structured way and they showed it internally at an event and I think there was 300 people at the event and apparently they all stood up and applauded and everyone was just completely thrilled it gave people that boost that sense of oh yeah this is what we're all working for here's what we're focused on here's what we do that is that is different and I they hadn't kind of anticipated it it was it was ultimately for advertising and marketing but they had that kind of internal piece that they said was were created such a boost internally and then they also as you mentioned went on to show uh potential recruits as well so people that they were earmarked to hire at a later stage so um yes there's it's always mindful to uh, focusing on the audience but i think um sometimes you can you can either be crafty uh, intentionally or, or unintentionally uh, it can benefit multiple uh, elements of the business Right. And you're making exactly the point that I want to make, which is what you might think you need, which is a, a video that would boost sales is something that could be if done in the right hands, mm. something that is 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 you can use across four incredibly important parts of your business. You may not even know that the other three things are areas that you want or need to develop. But as soon as somebody tells you the story of what it might look like for you as a business who's able to improve your retention, make people feel happier working there. So retention of customers and retention of teams and also change the world in an amazing way, in a limited way that you can. Um, and one film could make that happen or could help support that strategy. And guess what? You're paying a quarter of the cost because you're not getting four films made. You know, that's mm. precisely mm. the kind of support that I want to give uh, businesses that have limited budgets but could create something beautiful across four important areas if they're careful and they know who to talk to and they know who to work with and you know they're getting support so that's my mission 
yeah that's cool um have you found uh, so have you found that with uh the clients so you work with the people will kind of you they'll they'll ask you to to help with one element and then realize that perhaps there's other elements that they hadn't anticipated that you can help within that within that execution or within other kind of yeah yeah so I think I think I you know I want to work and I'm I'm going to be giving birth to this uh service in probably about two weeks time I've been working on the website for like three months crafting the story and I'm going to be dropping that in a couple of weeks um all my photography has been being done and the words have been crafted so the the offering is is not actually live um and in answer to your question I suspect that when I have put it out there the conversations that I'm going to need to have will be alive to what it is that the kind of organizations I want to work with understand is what they need to do better and that you know invariably I'm going to I hope to gently educate them as to er other areas of their business that they might like to consider doing more with. Or it might be that I I find people coming to me and they're fully aware that, you know, these four areas of their business could, could be doing a little bit better and they like the idea of somebody rather than four different external agencies costing a fortune. They'd rather work with one person. And I should also say that it's my intention to work with people for a year. So rather than fly in and do one piece of brand strategy work or, you know, one project around employee well-being or one UX deep dive or one sponsorship strategy piece, you know, I'd rather work, get to know the founders for a year so that we're not rushing the story as well. Because the other thing I I see is that a lot of story creation, obviously, everybody is talking about storytelling at the moment um I don't know if I've seen that much around the kind of let's call it shadow side of one's heritage stories and um I think particularly in the world that we live in at the moment it's something I want to do uh to create a space for founders to talk about stuff that perhaps is their own personal stuff or something they've inherited in a building in a in a business that they're now working maybe it's not founder maybe it's a business leader of some kind leading a business where they know that there's stuff that you know maybe has needed to be brushed under the carpet could be the argument but you know there's there's potentially ways of mitigating past truths yeah interesting positive so fascinating yeah well there'd be a rich vein for uh for for to to work with yeah And I guess this is, you know, uh, a psychotherapy angle on this, you know, uh, to kind of provide space as well as strategy for people to reflect on their stories, just Mm -hmm. to kind of invite people, first of all, to come forward with what they think their story is, because so much of that ownership and sense of baggage in some cases needs to be unpicked before we can come up with something that they are happy to you know talk about and invite others to talk about um you know I do think there's quite a lot of work there hence the year working with a small number of organizations for a year basically perhaps you can talk to us about how much time you tend to 
spend with a company? What does that look like? What does the journey of work? Yeah, I, I, I get. Yeah, we we work both in a kind of tactical uh, one-off way if there's a specific objective, uh, and also work with some clients over a longer period, um, sometimes two, three, four, five years. Um, obviously, that way, well, you can create shorthand. You can be completely aligned with what it is they're looking to achieve. Um, the process just continues to get faster. Um, you can build momentum. So yeah, there's 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 uh, we we work in work in both ways. But yeah, it is enjoyable working with businesses over a longer period when we can can really significantly see, you know, the impact that we're having. So let's get into we've talked about some of the big picture stuff, which is lovely, but I think people would really appreciate hearing some of the maybe more technical detail here. And we talk a lot in our in my community, Better Build a Braver, about repurposing content and how that's a great way of saving money, uh, you know, saving time and just generally getting a message that we understand people need to hear, as my business partner Simon says on average, eleven times before it lands. So when somebody gets a, a film made with you, is there then ways you can kind of cut and paste it up into other bits and bobs? How do you, how would one repurpose a video, for example? Yeah. Um... Do you think about it? I think there's, I think I feel like, sorry. I was just going to say, because forgive me, I'm not a filmmaker, but. Mm -mm. Do people come to you and say, right, we want something that we could take a short clip of for socials or, you know, how does it, how do you plan ahead in terms of marketing content with the stuff that you make? Yeah, um, I, I think um, we, when we work with clients over a longer period, we look to kind of build up like a treasure, treasure chest of kind of content. Um, but there, there is, there is a slight risk of trying to create stuff uh, like modular to create things that are modular because again it comes back to the we want to put we want to hold the audience in the highest possible regard and and if the audience feel like they're getting something that's just reformatted from something else they'll switch off like that like they'll people's attention spans are just you know uh they I, I guess they're being ever more discerning and ever more video content that they that, that is coming across their screens so I think, um, but having said that, we'll look to create something that's distinct and unique. Um, and if there is a way for us to gather content to create something at a later stage, um, we'll create that body of work that can help to illustrate things. But I, I feel like, yeah, um, it's what we shoot what we do tend to do is when we go for when we create one of our films we'll think how can we do within this shoot how can we create a 30 seconder that will work on instagram over or linkedin or will uh, and that can give people a little fresh perspective within the film um and i think you know that is a way to drive people to that hero piece um but yeah, you know, ultimately, I guess I guess we tend to look at our the, the the films that we create in two ways. So one of which would be a, a hero film that would be getting across a a message in a way that's 
distinct. And then there may be other content that will be perhaps a little bit more um, disposable is not the word, but um, can we edit this? <laughs> I don't want to use that word. <laughs> disposable is like not a great word right because you you create something and it's and it's 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 there to 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 be out there and it's to be and it's gotten rid of basically um you mean transient transient i mean like uh content that's going to be there that will only exist on social and it's not going to be used and revisited in two or three yeah. years time. Yeah. i think what i'm uh, hearing you say is like well i'm wondering if when people so if i was the marketing manager who'd who'd um appointed you to make a film my inclination after that would be to then take the main themes that you have come up with maybe then put together a little bank of things related to those themes so like a blog post about this then a series of social posts about it an interview with someone about that theme um you know and and just kind of spreading that out to the work that i'm trying to do now i'm let's take let's take something tangible tell us a story about one client that you've worked with recently that you think has come up with a great film that you've produced and and created that had a number of interesting themes in it or something like that just as a just as something to work with yeah i i think um i think um We'll we'll be okay. So say if there's two different two different formats of film. So one of which being a kind of hero film, which will have a narrative at the heart of it, that will take you on a journey, and whether it's a minute and a half or four minutes, it will keep you compelled, and will tell a message in a way that is 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 memorable, and um, and and there'll be other content that that will exist on social that will that will be helping them with some of their business objectives. So one of them might be, we really want to put our people forward. So we've done, done a lot of work with a company called Compton who uh, who work in, uh, who are design-led commercial agents and they specialize in the city fringe area. So um, uh, yeah, Shoreditch and Clerkenwell. And, um, and their challenge was, they look, we've got 25 people that work with us. We want to humanize the company. It's a people business. Property is a is a people business. We want to be able to quickly familiarize um, our potential clients with our with our team. So 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 we create the larger kind of the the the, the films that are, are crafted, heavily crafted, and then we'll also create these almost bite size films that will with with one intention in mind which is to humanize and familiarize the team with 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 the audience so that will have you know we will we will it, they're just smaller undertakings and you know we we can so so whether it's creating quizzes or whether it's creating people talking about truths about the other one that they hadn't shared or whether it's um little interview films and so you know those have a particular uh intention and then the other films that take more craft will have a different intention. 
Um, and I think it's always, it's really mindful. I guess two things that we're just laser focused on is it's like, what's your business challenges? What is it that you want to achieve? And also whatever we're doing, let's be in the, let's be in the minds of the audience and how are we going to create something that's going to feel, that's going to either inform or entertain sometimes both. How long do people tend to like to use the films for? Is that a how long is a piece of string? Yeah, um, I guess it depends. I guess, um, I, I guess, I guess there's there's a there's a piece at the beginning, often, which is if we're telling the 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 brand story, um, we 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 want to create something that's going to last for years. We want to create something that will. We know that you know video that that technology is rapidly advancing but realistically if we if we can create something that's you know we still watch blade runner we still watch ben hur like there's i'm not comparing a word to that but it's it's um that things have a things have a a a shelf life that can be really extended if you take time to craft the narrative in the right way so you know uh i think that initial piece if you are telling the world what it is that, that, that you are that you believe in and what your purpose is it's it's a great opportunity to take your time and do it properly because you don't want to have to do that every year you want to do something that sits there and feels relevant and then you can have other as you say by other 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 elements that will come in and talk about how you're changing and how you're dealing with um other challenges yeah uh, i'm also imagining that for example if i then wanted to profile the chief exec for you know being on podcasts or you know getting interviewed in the ft that i would then use the film to share with journalists, to share with podcast hosts, you know, it's a great way of giving a really quick insight into the sorts of things that might come up in that conversation and therefore using a film to generate a whole load of other content for other purposes. Um, you know, so for example, I'm imagining if, um, just to take it to the other end of the spectrum, if you like, you know, were Compton to want to do something in the community uh and that and any charity that they wanted to support is applying for funding to a grant for a grant somewhere uh and wants to talk about who else they they have partnerships with in the area and who else is supporting them to be able to send the film say these are the kind of companies that support us and these are the kind of things that they believe in and they believe in us and that's why we're applying for funding because we'd love mm. to believe in us too and be in be in our world with these people who who kind of feel so strongly about you know buildings and building heritage and blah 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 you know so it, it can serve so many purposes almost more than what somebody could even imagine right when they first come to you and yeah i i think um yeah, it's great when you can create something and then it's used in in different formats and people can uh, people can quickly get a sense, quickly familiarize, quickly feel comfortable about uh, about a business and what it is that they care about. Because I think that's often not that it, it's often not talked about. Like the businesses that we deal with, like they're like you know, tell us you know what is it? What's your purpose? Like why are you in business? What is it that you believe? And they have people, a lot of people have a vague notion of it. Oh, well, we 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 work for these people and we do this. I'm like, well, that's very like, and and it's 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 transactional, which of course that's the essence of enterprise, right? But 
um working with people to say look you could really choose you don't have to do this right you could choose to do any different things in your life potentially and i think working with business leaders to figure out what is the what is it that motivates them and what is it that they want to see happen in the in the future um if you can get if you can get that distilled and uh, get them clear about it it's people become buoyed and they, they they feel energized because they're like all right this is this is what they 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 can become you know even better at what they do and even more focused and 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 it starts to have ripple effects um and and it's crucial right it's crucial there's that there's that journey we want to become more con- conscious about what it is that we're doing and what we're creating rather than just um, slave to whatever business that you're already running. Oh, well, we've got mouths to feed. We need to keep doing this. So I think, you know, it's crucial. I think it sounds like what, you know, what you're doing in terms of taking a step back and figuring out what are we doing here? Let's, let's try and, let's try and assess uh, what's the impact that we're making. What is it that we want to make? And, uh, and why am I in business? Why am I doing this? I think you've hit the nail on the head. I not only couldn't have said it more beautifully, but I'm so glad it's recorded. Somehow I might find a way through descriptive, just taking that way of explaining things out of this. Um, like, yeah, you've got it a hundred percent. Also, I just want to help people get out of their own way. And I think a lot of people are ashamed to stand up and talk about their businesses. Um and sometimes we, you know, we do a lot of work with coaches around, you know, their manifesto and their big picture system change. Sometimes they may well not be able to say, I personally can do X, Y, and Z to inform this change. But if they can stand behind something. So for example, Simon and I have got a manifesto on our Better World of Brave website that stands for good ethical marketing to stop the toxic marketing bullshit to be different from the 10x your income, to be more inclusive uh, and to, you know, stop before it gets really bad, the awful tactics that we see are in place in the world of marketing to psychologically manipulate people. Now we can't take responsibility single-handedly for changing that, but we can do one thing and this is what we do. And when people can talk to the big picture system change that they'd like to see in the world, and then they can talk to how they can, uh, you know, make that possible if they exist, i.e. we need to sell some stuff. We need to get your money for our products if you want them, because then we can do these things. Um, you know, we look after our people, blah, 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 blah. And we, you know, we take responsibility for our environment. We're not just making money to to feed people and pay bills and go home. And we we really want to talk about that. And that's really important to us. Not only is that compelling as a sell, but it's also going to make people feel better and going to make them die feeling like they've done something good in life. And if I can help people in companies feel that way in companies that I believe in and mm. help them punch, uh, you know, with or even above the big boys just for diversity in society, then, you know, that's why I feel OK to shout about my stuff and sell my stuff and be clear about what it is I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to sell. So I'm trying to model that for other founders. And I think you're doing the same. Mm. You know, that's why we love it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah 100%. Absolutely. And I think I think it's like, uh, I think there's, there's an opportunity 
to ask questions you know um there's an there's an opportunity to ask questions of our clients and i think there's there's a sometimes it's a softly softly approach in terms of what else is there to be doing like uh in terms of your community in terms of um be having a positive impact uh and i think uh you know when i when we first started i think that was really a lot more central for for what it was that we were looking to do is like helping people to en enhance their social impact and the way that we were set up maybe because at the stage that people were trying to talk to us we didn't have the opportunity really to do as much as we wanted but i think the longer that you start the longer that we start to work with companies the more that we can um challenge give them opportunities to explore that um because it's an area that is it's really fascinating and um you know no you know no man is an island no company is an island it's like it, it's like how you know the without getting too heavy on it you know the future of civilization is probably going to involve capitalism and uh capitalism has been crucial in helping billions lead lives that have hope opportunity have uh you know create independent self-realization and until there's a better model it's the one that we have right so uh it's it's the enterprises have, have been historically well they're the way they're set up is faceless and anonymous and 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 don't defer any uh responsibility to the individual but I think there is a sea change happening now. And I think this, this is why these, you know, what you're doing is, is, is really helpful in, in, in ways that we do it also, you know, it, it's what we want to be doing. Um, there's a, there's a, there's an opportunity for businesses to think outside their business goals in order to, you know, to, to, to help the, the many challenges that are out there um and and i think and i think as you say it's like there's uh you know ultimately if you're talking about with the with the big businesses there's uh it's going to be it's attractive for shareholders because it makes the business more attractive um and people want to be doing business with people who are who, who are who take it seriously take their impact and role role in society seriously so yeah, there's a, it, it, you know, hopefully we're at a point where there's, there is a bit of a sea change and, uh, and, and not only does it make sense morally, which is an abstract concept, but it makes sense in a business sense, right? Right. And I'm trying to make the point that you don't have to spend any more money to do it, which well, I hope is a welcome message. Because <laughs> I think people believe that in order to do good in the world, you need to like, shave off a significant amount of money and you you don't need to you can be really creative actually with stuff that you're already sitting on the gold mine of stories the content you know and it's about creativity and there are those of us in this business able to be creative with you alongside you and help to like make more streamlined and more effective the businesses that you have and the people that you have and the money that you have and I'm really glad we've gone heavy um mm you know, without getting into the detail, as you say, we're recording this um, in mid-November 2023. Uh, not only what's going on in the Middle East is going on, but many, many other crises. 
and I'll be honest you know I'm a, I'm building this business up and the last month or so has taken me on a real personal existential journey because I've thought who am I to be talking about this new storytelling business when all of this shit's going down but what I've realized is this is all I can do actually and I think that's what I'm in the business of trying to help other people in the world who feel completely overwhelmed and helpless, responsible and shamed by having not seen what's going on before our eyes, you know, previous to now. It's to say it's OK. You know, we are all we all have an inner child who is scared and we would all like to do something. And yes, we all feel like a tiny, tiny drop in the ocean. But let's start with where we are, what we have, what we can do. And it will be better than not doing anything at all. And if that means, you know, as a vineyard in Sussex, doing a lovely program for a local, uh, you know, school around agriculture, then good on you. Start there. That's my mission. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I think um, that's that's a cool that's a cool way to look at it. It's like what is what's that what's that small step? What's that small thing? Uh, and it doesn't have to be before you know it. Those 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 things become a habit, and um, and the impact is 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 really big. But yeah, that's a great um, way of looking at it. Just like take what take one action, and um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Take one action and see what is in front of you. What can you do with the tools that you have at your disposal? I reckon that your friends at Compton have no idea that they are of great value to, for example, somebody like English Heritage, because they probably know more about the buildings in Shoreditch than anyone else. You know, if they've made it their business, mm. albeit because they want to buy and sell and, and whatever <clears throat> properties in East London what they've probably collected along the way alongside their own story is an amazing amount of knowledge about a very specific uh, architectural area you know and people don't even realize that they're becoming experts in stuff it's almost incidental they don't realize what gold dust they're sitting on in terms of knowledge and to just think wow that's really what else can i do with this like have i chatted to the museum of london do they know the stuff that i know like how can i help with just nothing more than what I already know. And when people start thinking about that, it's like really lovely that they might be able to give back without any financial investment over and above. It's just like, I'd love to come and chat to your kids because guess what? We've bought and sold like blah, blah, blah and blah business. And did you know that this was a that and that was a this? And it's like, wow, that's cool. You know, it's just yeah, building really community. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, seeing those kind of... Uh those connections is um yeah it's really valuable and as i say that yeah well it, using what you have and kind of to 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 connect or to help or to make a, to make an impact for other kind of elements or other sectors that you may not have looked at is really fascinating that's a, that's a great idea oh, i'm glad you think so i think one of the things i'm going to have to defend is how on earth can you be an expert across four different things but i would rather be proud that I'm a jack of all trades. I've collected a number of experiences over 20 years. And I think you have too. And then you get to this point where none of it made sense at the time, but on retrospect, everything makes sense. And that's us crafting the story of our experience and being able to tell it to someone in a way that it's going to land with them and why is it relevant? And that's kind of what I think we're trying to do, isn't it? Yeah, I think, well, I think, you know, those, those, uh, they're rarely, those, uh, 
stories are, are rarely linear, right? It's kind of zigzagging. And I think um, from a film structure point of view, the purely linear films are, are, are won't keep your attention. So, um, you know, it's about, you know, creating twists and turns and building on previous experiences to subvert expectations or uh, build uh, drama, energy, uh, emotion, uh, which, you know, hopefully you can bring that to the clients that you work with. I think that's the best note to finish this on. I love you. Thank you, Joe. It's been uh, you too. Looking forward to working with you, I hope, somewhere along the way. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. If you want to find Joe, Joe is on um, LinkedIn and in the other usual places. And I'll put a link if I where I can in the show notes to Joe's website, One Giant. Um, yeah, thanks so much for being here, Joe. Yeah, real pleasure. I really, really enjoyed speaking with you. All right, nice one, Francis. Take care.